Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please sit back and enjoy Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to my show. Remember, each week, this is the place you go to when you want to hear personal stories when it comes to anything out of the ordinary, from shadow people to hat man angels to holy encounters i mean anything and everything i want you the listener to go to my main website which is shadowfolks.com or heidihollis.com and write me tell me as much detail as you'd like and i am really really open to as much detail because it really helps to paint the picture. It helps everybody that's listening to get a good idea and to better judge what is going on. And people are like, well, are you psychic? Are you, you know, what are you doing? Are you picking up on something? You know, I think we're all a little bit sensitive to things, but no, I'm not an official psychic. Um, (laughs) I think that uh, there's certain patterns that are seen and I've been doing this for a long time. And as a therapist, it is helpful for me as well to use my professional background to come to some of these conclusions and having been an experiencer on my goodness so many different things I have drawn a lot from my experiences and I used to speak all over the country and I've done so many shows television and radio wise and I've been blessed to have the opportunity to have talked to so many people as well so I've had a lot of really uh, interesting bits of experience that has helped culminate to this moment of being able to talk to some of the folks. And, and you know, I also used to write a column called Alien Advice. And uh, some of you might have heard of AlienAdvice.com. I had so many people that were going there to that website. And then UFO, the number two in the letter U.com. I had that UFO and paranormal discussion group for years, many years. And uh, yeah, so I, I've had some really cool experiences. And uh met some really great people and had many, many conversations. And, uh, you know, when you, you, you get to that level, you really do get a great understanding of some of these things that are going on. And, and my experiences, I, I've had some that I, well, they're literally books. Um, <laughs> so I've written the books and I put it together. And I always say I'm someone who has been there, seen that, experienced it, freaked out, found some answers, wrote about it, got over it. And now I'm trying to help others do the same thing. So here we are. And here we go. 
Today's show is all about your emails once again. And you guys got to know this too. You are welcome to come and share right here on this program. But I am not kidding you. I have sat in front of many people and I'm like, hey, you want to go on my show right now? And they're, whoa, 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 whoa. That's a whole other story. But give them an email. They'll just totally write it up. I even get letters every once in a while still. But yeah, um, mind-blowing, mind-blowing. People seem to be able to express themselves in emails better, especially when it comes to this type of thing. And, And people are still afraid of the stigma, that's associated with these topics. It, it kind of surprises me. I don't know why, but it does. Because it, to me, I think we've kind of gotten over this hump and people are finding ghost hunting so cool and, and sky watching so cool and UFOs are out there and the government's actually admitting to slivers of it. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I, I think that it's it's kind of a, a, a neat time to be in right now where we don't have to be as fearful, but people are like, oh, 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 no, don't, uh, don't share my name. You know, somebody I know might recognize me even just sharing my name and that's my story. Or, uh, I don't know. It, it's, it's interesting. Or people recognize somebody's voice. So people, I don't know. I mean, what, what would happen? What would happen? Would they lose their job? Would, would they get a raised eyebrow? Uh, or a furrowed one? I don't know. What would, what, what would happen? Some of you might laugh. I mean, I, I always say I've, I've been laughed at for lesser things. And I, I guess I'm not that, uh, like, tough. Um, I'm honest. And I guess I've never not known how to be, especially in the face of these weird things. I mean, just be who you are. So, yeah, I, I don't quite understand how it is uh, people still have some of the fears that they do from being in this stuff from way back when. I... I just feel like people are just so different now and so much more open and so much ready to talk about this stuff. So I'm, I don't know. But anyways, I'm not going to judge. If you want to email me, do it. And if you want to come to the show, please do it because um, I, I open the front door to that. And uh, I do get people saying, yeah, sure. But sometimes it's hard to arrange around schedules and uh <laughs> Other times, uh, you know, people are like, well, I don't know. Am I going to say the right things? And and then they'll cancel at the last second. It's okay. I don't care. Send your email. It's all good. And boy, do I have a bunch of them to go through today. And I'm excited. I hope you're excited. And uh, yeah, so I'm just going to randomly jump in this bowl of emails. (laughs) Okay, so here we go. I am uh, scrolling. Okay, all right. Here goes one. Uh, Sister Heidi. Thank you for sharing your blessing from God to help others. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, Life is a journey, and I am living it with God's help. I am grateful to hear the important show today that I needed to hear, praying for you and your family. Well, and says that they're a mother, grandmother, and is doing her best to lead by example. That's from Annette. Well, Annette, that's, that's really kind of you. I didn't expect that. That's, that's really sweet. I, um, you know, you, you, you try to put your heart and soul out there and uh, it's it's nice when people recognize that you're, you know, you're really trying to come from a good place. So that that's really helpful and, and very, very encouraging. Um, I got a bunch of little short emails today, so I'm just whoop. All right. Opening up this one. All right. Uh, this one says, hi, Heidi. I had a friend who did not have good intentions with me, manipulated me and used me in ways I still don't understand. I have several questions that I would like to ask. 
Um, you know, I, I, I sometimes I get these emails and I think people assume I, I'm a, a, a psychic of some sort. And, um, I don't know how or why that assumption happens sometimes. I, I, I just, uh, yeah, all I could do is, is just move on <laughs> and, and, and say, I'm sorry, I'm not one. Um, I have friends and people that know me will say otherwise. But, you know, for me, when stuff comes my way, it's kind of like a deja vu, which I think we all get. Um, I can't quite uh, express how that is. But yeah, it comes in like little visions uh, sometimes. And sometimes it comes in dreams. And I, I don't know. But to sit and call upon it to say, oh, I know exactly what this person did to you. No, I, I'm i not good for that. Um, perhaps one day I'll exercise that muscle. Um, but I'm just, I'm just not good for that. I am so sorry. Okay. All right. Um, moving on. This one says, uh, Dear Heidi, always talk to the children, all the little, all the little children of the world. Hmm. Susan. Um, okay. I, I, thanks. I think it is important to reach kids. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I've done a couple of kids books because I didn't want to have them left out of this battle that is absolutely going on right now. And I, I don't know how other to say that, but it, it's a battle. Um, I've had children who write me and it's fascinating to me that, uh, these kids, they're able to find me and ask questions like, I'm, ex- I'm seeing the guy with the hat. Mommy thinks I'm just imagining it. I need help. What do I do? And once they tell me their age, uh, or they're saying mommy, I'm assuming they're a child, uh, I can't really write back, you know. Um, and I just it will say, you know, hey, uh, I wish you the best. But the cool thing, though, too, I have a kid's book. You know, maybe mommy will let you get a little children's book. Um, you know, and trying to just encourage people, encourage the children uh, to have an open mind. You know, if the parents assume that it's something uh, of the imagination of the child, uh you know, maybe it'll be recognized that it's not. I don't know. I mean, it's it's one of those things that um, you hope for the best. And I feel helpless uh, with some of these kids that, that write to me. And it's um, it's sad. It's really sad because I was that kid. I was the one that was like, oh, my goodness, I just saw something. But I had my siblings to be able to express it to and uh, turn to because oftentimes they're standing there in the room with me. And um but it was hard. It was really hard. But I'll tell you, I remember uh, having an experience with my sister <laughs> and seeing um, footprints going right up the side of the house. And, and it w- they were mine. And they were like a sweaty footprint going up uh, the aluminum siding of the house right outside my window. And the night before, I had an out-of-body experience. And I couldn't understand how on earth how on earth could I have done that? You know, and it wasn't the first time. So it was just, I mean, it was the first time, but it wasn't the last time uh, that I had that experience. I'm like, whoa, okay. Um, This is one for the books. I just don't get it. Um, So, but then to go to my dad with my sister now and, and just say, hey, look at this. And he looked and he just looked at us and said, ah, you kids are praying. 
playing a prank, you know, like so, so quick and so automatic and to plead like how, first off, how can we do this going straight up the house? And wouldn't we have used like muddy shoes or something? And it's not like we're constantly playing pranks on my dad when we didn't do that much, you know? So it was, it was just a strange, strange, uh, and very frustrating situation to be in. So, um, yes, always talking to the children. I, I think it's important as parents to, you know, sometimes keep an open mind because your child might be in danger. And just like an adult who could get oppressed, depressed, and possessed. I mean, we, we have to be aware. We have to be on our P's and Q's with this type of stuff. We can't just let it go to chance anymore. Um, so, yeah, I, I appreciate that uh, that email. Uh, short and sweet. Uh, so I've got some sweet emails here today. I saw they were short, but I didn't didn't read through them to see what was what was happening with them. So this is, this is really cool. So thank you. Um, we will continue with these lovely emails. <laughs> here after the break, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We're happy to let you know that our Coast to Coast AM official YouTube channel has now reached 300,000 subscribers. You can listen to the first hour of recent and past shows all for free. So head on over to coasttocoastam.com and hit the YouTube icon at the top of the page. This is free show audio, so don't wait. Coasttocoastam.com is where you want to be. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in The Jinx. Now, the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. 
oldest girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by oldest girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. With the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. So head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> Today, it is all about your emails and your stories about anything and everything out of the ordinary. And I welcome you to go to, what is it? Shadowfolks.com or HeidiHollis.com. And uh, tell me what's going on out there. And uh, if you want to even share your research, your thoughts, your comments, or if you want some insight. I am here for that. So here we go. I've got, uh, let's see here. All right, this one says, Hey there, Heidi, just saw you on, and they name a show. You make me not feel crazy. Well, well, yay. (laughs) I'm so glad. (laughs) I could feel your soul's light. Oh, that's really kind of you. And I wanted to tell you, I feel so good knowing God put you on earth during this time. Oh, man, that's, that's really touching. Um, after listening to you speak, I know the darkness can't compete with warriors like you in the world. Cheers, Julie. Wow. My goodness. What, what has happened? What is in the air lately? That is so wonderful. My goodness. I, I'm... Oh, yeah. So, you know, when, when I go on uh, different radio shows or podcast or video uh, YouTube shows and everybody's comboing these days, um, I just uh, I, I get to talk in a more broad term like uh, perspective because a lot of times uh, I've never been on these shows and so I'm introducing the whole topic and I'm let me tell you I get really fired up because it's so important you know and and there's uh a lot of people out there who are totally like jumping in on oh I know the whole shadow people thing and let me tell you something about it, it really blows my mind when they come on my show and try to tell me about shadow people I'm like dude you know where I came from uh so it's 
I get really fired up because it's, um, it's, it's just so ingrained in me. And I've been doing this for a long time, uh, from the beginning. And, uh, it, even the words, the words are like, they're, they're there. And I just want to pour them all out, but you guys have heard me carry on. But, um, I think people are surprised when they hear me on another program and I'm just going to town, let me tell you. <laughs> and I don't I don't let up for nothing. I'm like, and this and that, and you gotta know about this because this is important. And da 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 da. And it's like, you know, we're not gonna take this lying down because there's a lot of negative garbage out there when it comes to shadow people, hat man, and the onslaught of negative contact. And uh it's important. And it's like I, I wish I wish that there is a lot more positive going on when it comes to these darker beings. Um, but this really not. And yeah, it's really subjective, though, sometimes that people are like, I don't know what it is, if it's an ego thing, where they're like, well, I wasn't afraid. So can't be that bad. I was okay. You know, how do we measure fear? Um, if you run, if you scream, if you hide, <laughs> if you jump, if you roll, if you tuck, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's uh, everybody responds differently. You know, I have a slew of nieces and nephews and they try their best to get me to jump or be scared or scream. And I don't. I'm not the type to startle really easily because I've seen so much. I, I did all that. I've been through those stages. Uh, sure, there's times where I'm like, oh, OK, but to, to get a good leap that that's a hard one. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe as I get older, maybe I'll I'll lose I'll lose my nerve or something. I don't know. Um, but so far, these kids are not really good at it. Nope. Um, <laughs> but I I I do find it uh, interesting when people are are jumpy and they're into these fields, and I'm like, boy, you're really in the wrong arena. Or they like to be scared, like. I, I, I'm, I was a roller coaster junkie. Let me tell you, I loved the whole thrill of it. I wasn't scared. Um, so I like the thrill of it. So, but if you're screaming, I don't scream at roller coasters either. I don't do that because I laugh. I truly do. I laugh. Oh, and I laugh through most horror films too, because they're hilarious. Um, <laughs> because it's like, I don't know. Like, I guess, I guess I find horror films funny oftentimes because I guess I didn't freak out so badly even during the worst times of my life when it came to some of the paranormal phenomena that I dealt with. I mean, I, I, I took measures to not uh, have the fear, but I didn't, I didn't react. Like, um, I'm not a quick, fast running person, you know, um, I'm a thinker. And I, and I thought, okay, so the dark here, this area scares me. So we're going to have a nice bright light right here. <laughs> I am never going to be in the dark. I, I had, I had my fears, you know? Um, but again, I wasn't a quick responding, like fight flight person. I would hold my ground and be like, and we're going to work this out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, uh, really, really fascinating, um, to me when, uh, people are, jumpy scared about these things. But I uh, know where was I? Okay, so there <laughs> the email, the email. I feel really 
touched by your email here talking about warriors in the world. Now, I have had people in the past that that kind of use similar wording, and I have shared here on this program and, and elsewhere too that um, there are people who are recognizing themselves. It, it, it sounds odd, okay? All right, this is this really sounds odd, but would you believe that there are people who are having this inner knowing of something is coming? And they're preparing for this, what they feel is a battle. And they feel like a warrior just waiting. And I, I've, I've addressed it here on the show before. And it's like the, and they'll reach out to me. They're like, hey, I read your book, The Secret War. And I know what you're talking about. I feel it in my soul. And and I'm, I'm waiting. I'm on guard. Or, you know, it, is it coming soon? Like, I'm like, you know, I think that uh, there's like sleepers in the world, almost like, like these sleepers who have this this inner memory, how can I say, yeah, inner memory, where they feel like in the case of A or B happening, all of a sudden, all your kung fu moves are going to come to fruition, like, boom, they're going to be Jimmy on the spot, like, I'm ready, I'm ready for you. Um, but I, I, I really do, because, but they're knowing they're sitting, waiting. They know they're not supposed to move around too much. They're they're there. It's like a they're just like these wonderful little guardians. They're they're that sleeper agent on the airplanes to make sure nobody uh, acts up, called an air marshal. Um, you know, you don't know who they are, it, it, but they're there. They're there, and some of them know they're they're that person. Other times, I don't think they always do. Or they feel like they're out of place and or they feel like foreign to whatever circumstance they're in. And they're that odd kid out of the crowd sometimes and people might, you know, notice it and pick on them or something. But they're observant and they're sensitive to the situations going on around them. They feel things that others wouldn't like. I don't know about you, but um, I could go into a room and you could feel tension, right? You could throw your mood off. It can really throw your whole day off. Or or if you had somebody who had a bad day and they come home and they're just like, and you could feel it coming off of them. You ever have that? So these people also feel all that. They they feel these things around them. So they might want to like isolate themselves a little bit even and be even more on the down low. They put their, you know, their air, air pod, pods in and listen to their music and <laughs> zone out. And you think, oh, what is wrong with them? It's like, well, they can't always uh, be in the, the, the hectic race of the world as they feel like they're bracing for the world. You know, does that make sense? Uh, so it, when you when you said this here, this is just all of this came flooding forward for me because I over the years, I wish I collected all I like had a nice list of these folks because they're like, I mean, I've got them in different countries and they're like uh, using Google Translate or something to write me and say, hey, I'm feeling this way and I feel I'm I'm prepared and or I feel like I got trained or I have a memory, memories of being trained. And some of them describe very similar locations, too, which is really fascinating. Oh, boy, I wish I could. I, I don't want to go into details on, on some of these locations that people have said, but um even I have like some of these little trickles of memory that help me to verify it, it, what, what they're saying sometimes. And uh, it's so neat. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. It's so neat. It's like, how do, how do you how do you say this out loud to people? You know, I'm, 
I put it in a book, um, so I've kind of said it out loud. Um, but some of these folks, they're so like, I can't believe you took that step. Or, yay, I'm so glad you're here talking about this. And, uh, yeah, so this is really touching. This came from Julie. And I want to thank you so much for um, feeling it and pointing it out. And, and hopefully others that are listening to the show are like, you know what? I know exactly what they're talking about because I feel like that too. And, and you know, when I brought it up too in, in conversations just for fun to see how people would react, like, do you feel like you're waiting for something? Like you're not quite from here maybe, or you just have this inner knowledge or knowing like you're, you're on guard, you're waiting. And, and I've had people dive in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, but of course, the times that we're in right now, there's so many cataclysmic events happening. People are feeling also like they're here for this time that they feel this is apocalyptic uh, end time stuff. And like, well, we all agree to be here. Look at all the billions of souls that are here. There weren't that many souls hanging out here and some are really new, but some of us are rather old and uh, we agreed to be here during this time to watch the fireworks, to watch things happen. I like to call it a time of change. Uh, People like to say it's the end of all things. I'm like, oh, it's going to change. And uh, for the positive, have you ever seen many movies where the the bad guy wins in the end? I mean, that movie franchise would not go really well, would it? I mean, I don't know. We kind of like feeling good at the end of a film. So we're going to keep that uh, method going. How about that? All right. We're going to get back to your emails after the break. You guys are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll be right back. Hey folks, it's easier than ever to become a Coast to Coast AM insider and have access to past shows, the Art Bell Vault with classic audio and interviews, and so much more. And you can listen to the show live or on demand with your computer or cell phone, and the audio streams are high quality and crystal clear. It's easy to become an insider. Just head on over to coasttocoastam.com, the website, and you'll find all the info right there. That's coasttocoastam.com, coasttocoastam.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in The Jinx. Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's George Nori, and thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Here we go with more Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. (laughs) Today is all about your emails and uh, your stories on anything and everything out of the ordinary, from shadow people, hat man, Jesus encounters, you name it, we are going to cover it. And uh, I just like grabbing at these emails and just seeing where we're going. And for the most part today, I have to say, very, very kind and uh, thoughtful emails today, just saying thanks. And uh, that means the world to me. So I I really, really appreciate that. So, um, you know, hey, I I won't ever say no to kind emails. That's very kind of you. (laughs) All right. So we're going to go on here to the next one. And this says, Dear Heidi, you may be interested in my story. I had a Google Earth experience where I was brought to an underground bunker of the gray aliens. Ooh. <laughs> I would love to tell you more of the story. Dot, dot, dot. What? Okay. All right. So, I, okay. I'm opening up this next email because I see that this person wrote an additional email. I want to elaborate on my last message. Both me and my daughter are sensitives. She cannot sleep and needs help. She needs justification of what she's seeing and how to deal with it. I'm a believer and so is she. I hope you can help. My 12-year-old sees shadow people, 
Can I book you for a session? Okay, these are three emails with these short little bursts of info. And uh, I don't even, I don't know. It's like, um, I have to say this clearly too, because I, I get I get these kinds of emails at times where it's like a teaser is dropped. If you want to know more, you better inquire to me. You know, it's like, I'm here for you already. So uh, just put it out there. Just tell me if you want me to help. I, I can't always say, yes, please tell me more. <laughs> what is going on? Just tell me the details and uh, we will address it here on the show. I think people are surprised that I actually do address them here on the program. Um, so they feel these uh, teaser emails will be more enticing to get me to want to ask questions. But I'm telling you from the start, please. And I have it on my, my website as well, uh, shadowfolks.com. Put it all there. Um, because I can't always get to these and say, yeah, 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 I'm here. I, I get a lot of <laughs> one-liners. I'm just making sure this is like Heidi Hollis. I write back, yes, it is. Great. Can I talk to you? Uh, yes, you can. I've had a lot of those. <laughs> I, I, it's it's amusing, but then it's like, I really want to learn more. I mean, Alien Bunker? Of course. Of course. Tell me. Tell me what's going on here. It, I have had other emails about that. And uh, for those of you who have not heard, uh, a lot of these alien beings living underground, uh, under the water, even. Um, I've heard some horrible stories about what they do down there, too. Dragging people or seeing these bunkers where uh, there's a lot of ships parked. And uh, there's greys walking alongside of other beings and... Um, not always getting their full memory and sometimes people saying how it's hot it smells like sulfur and not feeling really good about the situation and sometimes seeing our military guys there um and then of course uh, there's those stories of underground wars between our government and aliens underground it's it's just uh it's just so much. It's just so much. You know, oh, how can I say? You know, I, I try to, uh, I've been talking about this type of stuff for a long time, right? And I'll sit with folks that I know for a long time. And it, they didn't want to really have these conversations with me for all these years, right? And then they're like, so Heidi, you, you really are still going forward with all this. So tell me about it. And it's so crazy because I've been flapping my gums for 20 plus years already. And I'm like, what, what, where do I begin? I was sitting right next to you for many years. And the words I got was like, don't talk to me about that stuff. Mm -mm, nope. Nope. Wait, that No, that's evil. A satanic. No, not. No, you know, and or, oh, let's make fun of Heidi. <laughs> what did you see now? What have you experienced? You know, so it's like they wasted a lot of time. They wasted a lot of time because they weren't, I don't know, ready, mature. I don't know what it was, whatever their issue was. But now it's like, oh, oh well, well, you, you, you've done the books and all this stuff. Now it's like more legit because, oh, you put it to paper and oh, you're doing the radio. It's like, I've been doing this a long time. You still weren't interested. 
But when suddenly people like, okay, so tell me, tell me, I'm here for you. Tell me. It's like, I could have used you way back when. Now I don't even know where to begin because there's 20 years have passed. Where do you start? (laughs) Where do you start? It's like, well, I got to ask you, what don't you know? If you've been keeping up with what I've been doing, what, where are you at? Where'd you last leave off an interest in my stuff? (laughs) Because I've hit the ghosts. I've hit the shadow people. I've hit the aliens. I've hit the Bigfoot. I've hit the lake monsters. I've hit all of these things. You know, can't forget the Jesus and the God topics and all of these things. So where do you need to catch up at? (laughs) And sometimes I just find me saying, it's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. I don't know where to start. What's important for you to know today? I revert back to what I learned from positive alien beings, not the, not the ones that look like greys, not the ones that look like reptilians, not any of the beings that you've ever seen or heard of out there. And them saying, the only thing that's important in the world today are matters of your soul. Get your soul right. Clear it. Uh, put the God element in it. <laughs> recognize this and recognize the human potential is a lot greater and bigger than what we have ever been allowed to know because scientists poo-pooed it as they explored it and, and exploited it and kept it to themselves. They know things. They know a lot of things and they mix it with their science. You just look at where NASA came from. Okay. (laughs) Have a look to see who helped launch NASA. Yeah, there's some ritualistic, uh, crazy things that you just never would have, never would have thought. Never would have thought. But yeah, just just look at that. Jack Parsons. See what he did. He helped uh, get get, uh, NASA (laughs) floating. And he had some great connections with this dude called Aleister Crawley. And what were they? (laughs) Satanists? Occultists? You tell me. What were they doing? Why were they mixing those things? Rockets and and rituals? (laughs) Cracking open some odd things. Some things that you just... So matters of the soul are important. They really are. And uh, if things are being started with bad intentions, opening wormholes and whatever else... We've got to be prepared for what these people are free just going crazy on and, 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 and just saying, well, we opened up that gate, didn't we? Oh, oh, oh no. You know, they, they're having a blast with it, but we've got to we got to counteract it because uh, it's it's some backward stuff that you just really wouldn't think of. All right. So anyways, just to just to go back to this email here that came from a Darcy. Okay. And uh, you're asking for a session. Well, I don't do sessions. I don't charge people. I do. I've never charged people. I am always giving of myself uh, for many, many years. And so that's why I say write me free of charge. And I will give you my insight. And if you spot me on social media, if I'm able to respond, I do respond. So I'm there and I'm here. So um, 
but this underground bunker with the greys uh hey share um and i'm sorry that your daughter's not able to sleep i do have several books out there there's a couple of them uh that would probably best address a, a 12 year old um the, i wouldn't say um there's the hat man book that that's i drew that out to show how to protect yourself for children and adults um from these dark things that are menacing and, and disturbing children's and, and adults sleep um i've written this out also in the hat man book and i have information in the secret war book and i also have a facebook group where we discuss these things and i have it plastered on there on how to clear these things out of your life so you can rest easier and you know it's a process sometimes depending how long and how comfortable these rotten things got in your life um why it's going after your kid um, sometimes people want to break it down and say, well, what's the reason for it? Well, there's not always a good answer. It's usually something really positive about the person that these dark things want to stomp out. So a 12 year old, let's think, could a 12 year old really have anything done anything really bad that would attract something so negative? No, probably just such a bright light. It wants to block it out. But so my Facebook group, it's called Shadow People and Hat Man Experiencers. So look for that on Facebook and ask your questions there if uh, you'd like. And again, if you see me anywhere, usually most of my uh, uh, social media, if you put a one in front of my name, so one Heidi Hollis, you will find me. And I will definitely do my best to address your questions there. But Darcy, please write it all out. Just tell me otherwise. I, and I'll address it here on the show. Uh, when people write me through the website, it's usually because I'm going to address it here on the show, unless they say in the first line, please don't say this on the show. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I hope this was helpful to you, Darcy. And for others who are wondering, will I answer your emails? I will. I'm getting to them. <laughs> All right. So we've got uh, more right after the break. You guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll be there. Hey folks, we need your music. Hey, it's producer Tom at Coast to Coast AM and every first Sunday of the month, we play music from emerging artists just like you. If you're a musician or a singer and have recorded music you'd like to submit, it's very easy. Just go to coasttocoastam.com, click the Emerging Artist banner in the carousel, follow the instructions, and we just might play your music on the air. Go now to coasttocoastam.com to send us your recording. That's coasttocoastam.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure 
it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in The Jinx. Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Heard on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Today, it is all about your stories, your emails, your everything. When it comes to anything out of the ordinary, I don't care what it is. Um, We're going to deal with it here on this program. And, uh, I, I'm, I, I think these are my favorite shows, to be honest. Uh, I love interviewing people. I do. I've learned so much. And I always have over the years. And uh, it's funny, <laughs> when I have guests come on, I really do it cold turkey. A lot of people are like, well, uh, can you give me some advice on how to do a podcast? Like, uh, how do you prepare for the shows? I'm like, I don't. <laughs> They're like, what do you mean? It's like, I like to be just as surprised as you as to what the guest is going to talk about. Sure, I get a little bit of information like saying, oh, well, this is their background and blah, blah, blah. But I, if anything, I do it right before because I'm like, the, the it's live in my head. Like, wow, they covered that? <laughs> 
oh, please tell me more, unless it's already somebody that I have heard and read a lot about their information in the past, because I used to be a big reader until I started writing so many books. Um, but yeah, so I, I like to be just as surprised as the next person and go, huh, really? Tell me about this. So it's, it's authentic for me, and I hope it's authentic for you, because I am learning right along with you. So the questions come as I am sitting there with you. <laughs> so, um, so, okay, we're going to get to our next email because uh, this is fascinating. But, but again, I love interviewing people, but I like hearing what's going on out there more, I think. Yeah, I really do. All right. So <laughs> here we go. This one says, Dear Heidi, I was listening to you on Coast to Coast. And I wanted to ask your opinion on an experience that I had once. So I'd fallen asleep on the couch watching television. And at some point in the night, I just woke up and sat up. And at the end of the couch, I'm going to take a guess with, okay, was a tall man with a hat on. If I had to describe him, I'd say he looked like Abe Lincoln. That's very typical. With the long coat and tall hat. But the strangest thing about the whole experience was that I didn't feel afraid at, at all, if anything. I guess I felt comforted and just laid back down and went straight back to sleep. Hmm. It was sometime later when I first heard of the hat man and felt that he fit the physical description of what I saw. But the rest just didn't fit because there was no sense of dread, no creepy smile, and nothing was said to me. I am a religious person, and I pray to God regularly. I have always felt that I was a bit more susceptible to these things or energies. But anyways... I'm just wondering what you make of this experience. Could it be a case of mistaken identity? <laughs> and it was just some harmless spirit? Or was it Hatman? And if so, why wasn't I afraid? Just to clarify, most things I feel around me scare the crap out of me. <laughs> and I tell them to leave me alone. But this is one experience is the only time that I didn't. Sincerely, Laura. P.S. Sorry for the terrible grammar. LOL. Yeah, this was a one single running sentence, pretty much. I get a lot of emails like that. I'm like, no period. Nope. No commas. What? What? Okay, you had a couple of them there, but okay, I get it. I, I sounded it out as I went along, Laura. Okay. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so, okay, I do get people uh, quite often who will write and tell me, Hat Man showed up once in my life, he didn't scare me. He just showed up, and I was like, huh, I went back to sleep. Now, but you you acted differently, right? You said if you feel something around you, uh, some kind of energies or something, that you will just, like, tell it to go away? I mean, is that what I read here? I think, yeah. Okay, so you're a religious person. You're saying you pray. Okay. Um, it, it, having religion on your side or God on your side doesn't necessarily keep these things at bay. 
Uh, in fact, they seem to seek out people who are more positive and light filled. Okay. So, but you have to throw that at them pretty much sometimes if they're coming at you. Uh, they, they saw a crack somewhere. They're trying to get in. They saw the bright light and just like a fly to a flame, they went to take a look and, uh, didn't like that you were, <laughs> you were, uh, more solid, maybe that you only experienced him one time. So they probably didn't like the fact that you, you are pretty solid with your faith and, um, it's just like, go to sleep. I wasn't here. <laughs> because you, who does that? There's a man in your room. There's a man in your room that wasn't there before. And you're just going to roll over in bed? I mean, does that sound natural? No, that's not natural. So something supernatural happened. And, and apparently it couldn't handle you conscious. You woke up. Because you felt the presence of something not right there. And then, whoop, go to sleep. I, I don't think that uh, you felt the fear, perhaps, because it, it wasn't making a dent on you. Uh, didn't get to float that towards you really good and strong. And maybe it needed to examine you while you're knocked out like, whoo, this one is a strong doozy. Oh, no. Yeah, we got to put this one out and have a closer look. Um, but it, it's interesting. Um, a lot of people have that inner alarm. It's like warning, warning, get up. Something's in the room. Whoop. And you just sit up. I mean, even before your eyes are open, I do this too. I'm like, why am I sitting up? I'm really sleeping. My eyes are opening. Oh, what's here? Oh, oh, look at those creatures of the dark from the armpits of Hades hanging around. My inner something just alerted me. And sometimes, you know, the most common thing for me, my heart rate would start racing. And I get, so it pumps adrenaline. And it's like, why is my heart beating so hard? Like, what is, and I'm, I'm wide awake because my adrenaline just, it's a, it's like a jolt. And I'm like, whoa, okay, so. There's a demon in the room. Who woke me up? It's like a god spark, almost. That's like poop. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this little zippity doo dah to you, and and it works. And it, and I have the energy to be like you know sprinkling some Jesus on it and say Jesus name get out. Um, and they go, alien or what? Uh, so and they're always surprised I'm up. They're always surprised I'm up. I, why? You know I I just. It, that the element keeps running through me because uh, there's this notion of these alien beings and whatnot not being bad. Uh, Hatman may not be bad. Okay, so they came. Okay, so all right, so imagine this. All right, maybe you go to bed at one in the morning. I don't know. I'm a late night person, and it's like, oh, oh thank God she's sleeping. All right, now we could creep in. Oh, let's go in there. Creep, 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 creep. Okay, we're getting close to her bed. Oh, we're close to the bed. And up, oh, she wakes up. What the heck? You were up till one in the morning. And it decided to come then? After one in the morning? Like it waited out that timing? But this is a good guy. Okay, so then come to me when I'm sitting there eating breakfast, okay? Have a conversation and tell me what are your intentions. Okay, what? 
Why, why are we not catching that? This is like a pervert. Say it's a human being doing this. And, and, and creeping around. Okay, I'm going to take you now. We're going to do some surgery. <laughs> but I'm going to inspire you to clean up the jungle after we're done. <laughs> I'm sorry. It sounds silly when I say it. But um, <laughs> we just want you to maintain the planet until we could take it over. Okay. You guys screwed it up, but we want you to fix it, okay? Because we really, really want a good working planet for our hybrids who are controlled by us, but half of you so it could live on the surface. Okay, thank you. Uh, so, I mean, just think about the different elements. And I, I just like, again, I really try not to knock people for what they believe to be true for themselves. I always say that. Um, but I'm just, uh, you know... We have to think about this. If they were human, we wouldn't think it was cool. And we'd probably put them in prison for a long time to uh, take us when we're sleeping. Make sure we're knocked out good. Do surgery on us. I don't know. Were they going to take a kidney and and pack us with ice and we're going to wake up? I mean, if this is a human doing this, this is atrocious. We've got to realize that these things, this hat man came to you in your sleep and knocked you out. I'm glad you weren't afraid, but it didn't get to dig its claws into you. So that's why you saw him one time. And these negative beings that do these horrible things to people, and then they don't think it's so bad over time, uh, over time, Uh, much like the child that gets uh, sadly made a victim of horrible human beings doing terrible things to them. It's like it lessens and it's like, do we become more tolerant and we interpret things differently? I don't know what's happening. We got to ask these questions. We really do. And uh, if they're not so bad, have a conversation. Uh, it, 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 allow me to say in Jesus name and, and around you and you're not going to uh, run out the door. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> okay, so anyways, uh, I want to thank you guys for taking the time to write me. And uh, I really, I, I, I hope that this, all of this is helping um, just to give a different perspective on some of the things that are going on. And, uh, you know, good wins in the end. And remember, go to my main website, which is shadowfolks.com or heidihollis.com. Write me, tell me everything that's going on out there. Give me your details. I can't always write you back and say, yes, it's me. Yes, tell me more. <laughs> I'm here for you. All right. Well, you have been listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We will see you next time. Be safe, everybody. Well, if you liked this edition of Dark Becomes Light, wait till you hear the next one. You've been listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.